Hello, and welcome to The Shepherd's Voice, the podcast of Catoctin Covenant Presbyterian Church here in Percival, Virginia. Uh, my name is Ben Franks, and I'm here with Pastor Charles Biggs. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, our question today is uh, maybe appropriate if you are one of those um, people who got a bunch of books for your Christmas gifts, or you had on them on your wish list, and you maybe have a big stack by your nightstand, and you're excited about reading through it. Uh, but we're far enough away from Christmas that maybe you're a bit discouraged now because you haven't you haven't gotten through that stack in the way that you thought you would, and maybe even worse, you know, you 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 start talking to other people at church or seeing other people online who just seem to blow through these big works of theology all the time, and and you find yourself discouraged. And so our question today is: with with so much you know good Christian literature available, what can we say to someone who gets discouraged mm-hmm. because? Uh, they they struggle to read consistently, or they struggle to read quickly. Um, how can slow readers grow? Mm, that's good, very good. Yeah, I can sympathize with that, Pastor Ben. You know, I can remember in my own experience being a slow reader, and it wasn't really until I was uh, uh, graciously, uh, powerfully saved in my early twenties that I learned to. Uh, read well. Uh, thankfully, I read quite comprehensively today, and um, and I and I love reading. But uh, it was a challenge. And some of the things that I can think of that might encourage others um, would be just to pray that you would have a, a desire given to you by the Holy Spirit to to read, to begin by reading God's word, to have a hunger and thirst for righteousness. We know that God wants us to read His word. We want we know he wants us to listen to his word. And I think of reading and listening um, as uh, very similar things. You know, God has chosen to give us his word. He wants us to to read it carefully, prayerfully to uh, as a means to know him, as a means to grow him, grow in him. You know, the Lord Jesus says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. That sanctification is a process. It's a growing. It's a coming to better understand who God is and his and to think his thoughts after him, uh, to know what Jesus has done and how much he loves you. So you can be more and more transformed so that by the spirit uh, you can you can grow uh, in, in Christ likeness. You can you can mature. You can grow up. So the reading, particularly of God's word, is is most important. And so I would take a, a scripture a few verses and try to memorize them, put to memory um, every day or at least once a week. I would put them on a five by seven card and I would write down that memory verse or those memory verses. Don't 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 take too many. But uh, and then and then a, a few points to try to memorize. And I would try to memorize. I would try to meditate. Meditate is um, is, um, is, is is as it's been illustrated, like taking hard candy that has a uh, a wonderful um, middle to it, a soft middle, but you're 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 rolling it around on your tongue throughout the day, uh, thinking it through. You're not just biting into it um, as you might a piece of gum, but but it's like a piece of hard candy. You're just uh, rolling it around, getting that truth in you. I think that's a very helpful. Um, um, ba- those are helpful baby steps with with getting to uh, read uh, the truth. Uh, the Word of God, but to grow in um, in in your ability to to read and understand. I, I think other places where you can grow in your reading is if you're a parent uh, to read to your children, uh, to read out loud to them um, from books, 
uh, to seek to try to explain uh, what you just read uh, to the children uh, give, gives you a, an exercise in comprehension. Um, and then uh, as you're moving into reading um, uh, books that perhaps are theologically more substantial, you might uh, consider going to Banner of Truth. They have a wonderful series uh, called a Puritan Paperbacks, which has some very uh, some of the best uh, writings of all time. Really, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, some of the most important um, uh, sermons that have ever been preached, I would say, um, it, um, with um, in, in in reality, uh, and and that have been chosen as a series to help Christians grow. Mm. And so those Puritan paperbacks are made. Um, they're made for people to read, uh, and 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 for modern people, maybe that um, that that don't have the reading and the listening skills um, uh, of of others today, or or from our our fathers and mothers in the past, but that um, can help them uh, to take it all in. And in um, in in and and it's it's they're they're off they they are abridged and made easier to read, um, and, and that's a good thing. That's a very helpful thing. So uh, just to think about the importance of hearing or, or reading and, and hearing God's Word, uh, reading and hearing, asking God for desire and help, um, and, and I just want to remind us all that even speed readers, if they're not comprehending the material, it's, it, it really uh, doesn't matter that they, they, they got through it quicker yes. than everyone else. I mean, the truth is to try to read, to comprehend, it's a means through which you come to know God in Christ by the Spirit better. And it's a means through which God is pleased to develop you and grow you. So I would just say that make reading carefully and prayerfully and thoughtfully and then comprehensively in the way that you can write maybe a paragraph of what you've just read or speak of what you just read in summary, that those things um, could help you. And, and, and uh, you know, when we're listening to sermons, sermons are not easy to listen to. Even the clearest of preachers like yourself, Mr. Franks, they, they, they're, they're not easy to follow sometimes. We just get easily distracted, and I think that happens a lot of times with our reading. So distractions are another day, uh, another <laughs> discussion, unless you want to— uh, tackle that one, but 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 reading is like listening. You have to work hard at it. Reading is active, um, actively hearing, actively mm. listening, actively comprehending. In the same way that listening is, and if you know that you are easily distracted in listening, you're easily distracted in reading, and vice versa. So it is to try to understand that that what you're focusing on is you're going to get a few truths and try to then comprehend them. That's why I think at the end of a sermon, it's such good practice to remember one thing that uh, you're going to start meditating on. And when I get into my car, the first thing my family knows I'm going to <laughs> say to them, whether it was my sermon or someone else's, is what is the one thing you're thinking of right now that you're meditating on that you're going to take with you this week? And if they say, uh, uh, I don't know. And, you know, this happened to me. You know, I've been asking, uh, uh, it was this, I think, uh, that I wanted to tell yeah. you, and that <laughs> was really important to me. I can't remember. Um, it's very important to get it right then and there, mm -hmm. and I think that helps us grow in our reading. So I sympathize, and I pray that some of these would be helpful toward um, gaining a, 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 a more confidence in reading and listening. Yes. Yeah, I think that's really helpful, and I I, I think this, this question has been raised to me a number of times, but— uh, sometimes in the context of people asking about 
you know, speed reading courses or things? You know, is that something valuable? Would that help me get through more books? And uh, I always tell them, you know, I've, I've looked into speed reading courses because it has the same appeal to me that it does to everybody else. You know, what if I could read twice as many books? Uh, but what these things are based on is 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 kind of the premise that you are approaching something that's not of substance. You know, you're reading just a newspaper article. You're reading a, a popular quick business book where 80 percent of the material is found in 20 percent of the pages and the rest is kind of fluff. And you're just pulling that out. And, and for the Christian who's really wanting to grow deep, to, to be like that tree planted by streams of water in Psalm 1, um, first off, just don't even bother with those books. You know, go back to the classics. Go back to um, the, the great books that have consistently fed God's people over, over the years and ideally over the centuries. And um, it, it doesn't have to be difficult work. You know, you can read a J.C. Ryle. You can read a Thomas Brooks, you know, as... C.S. Lewis pointed out so well, you know, the, the great men are great men because they can be understood, not because they're so hard to understand. And so you find that that voice that you can listen to and just sit with that um, father or mother in the faith and, and, and learn from them. And I think that's one of the things I would say at a principial level is um, oftentimes the question is a really, really heartfelt question of how can I become a faster reader? But I, I think I would push us to say maybe a better way, and I think you, your answer is getting at this, is to say, how can I be a better reader? That's the question we want to ask. And that might involve you building up your speed and stamina. Reading is a muscle, just like anything else, and you will get faster, and you will be able to read more um, the, the more that you do it, but that's not really the goal. The goal is to be a better reader who is feeding deeply on the riches of God's Word, who is listening carefully to what God has said, through his word, not only to you, but to his saints uh, throughout the history of the church. And so in one sense, um, slowing down might be part of the answer to how to be a better reader. Um, I, I was encouraged and a little surprised to find that um, even someone like uh, John Piper, who you know writes books faster than I can read them, it feels like, has said that actually he is a very slow reader. And uh, one of the things that he has tried to implement uh, at the, the college and the seminary that uh, he helped to, to start was uh, the practice of, in classes, rather than assigning a bibliography of you know 20 books and saying you need to read through all these this semester, is saying, let's pick one or two of the really great books on this topic and read them deeply together. There's value in that you know, mastering the bibliography, but there's also a lot of value in saying, I'm not going to skim 5,000 pages. Instead, I'm going to read 500 pages really well in conversation and community with each other. And so I think that's, you know, challenging our, our uh, maybe American productivity, speed-oriented um, mindset is, is important and can be encouraging to us. Um, so uh, that's a, a kind of principial thought at a practical level. I would just encourage every Christian, find a time slot in your day, and it will probably either be at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. Some of you may have a good lunch break where you can make that your reading time, but find some slot of uh, aim for at least a half hour where you can just read. And if you spent a half hour in reading most days out of the week, you would end up finding yourself working through your nightstand uh, stack at a very steady pace. And you'd find yourself, I think, growing in Christ and growing in holiness. Let me just close by sharing a quote that if you've ever gotten an email from me, you've already read. It's at the bottom of my, my signature from Thomas Brooks, uh, one of our Puritan fathers. He says, Remember, it is not hasty reading, 
but serious meditating upon holy and heavenly truths that makes them prove sweet and profitable to the soul. It is not he that reads most, but he that meditates most that will prove the choicest, sweetest, wisest, and strongest Christian. Well, if you'd like to learn more, you can find resources about this and many other topics on our church website, www.katoctin.org, K-E-T-O-C-T-I-N. If you found this episode to be useful, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And as always, we encourage you to join us for our next episode of The Shepherd's Voice.